Mum for others. My name is Father Andrew Kingham and I'm from the east of Scotland and I told my parents when I was about 12 that I had this idea about becoming a priest and their advice was very much to continue at high school and get the kind of qualifications I needed for university. My father was a, a very strong influence in my life. He was a man of great faith and all through my adolescence he would often asked me if I was still thinking about this idea of priesthood. And there were times when I said, yes, yes, definitely, I'm still thinking about it. And there were also other, other times, I remember, when it was the furthest thing from my mind, I would say, definitely not. There's no way, no way I'm going to be, become a priest. And so I blew hot and cold all through my teenage years. After school, I went to college, and after college, I then got a job in London with the British Council. And I remember my father driving me to the train station to get the train to London. It was my leaving home experience. And he said, maybe this will be the beginning of a lifelong career with the British Council. But in the back of my mind, I was thinking, no, no, there's something else. I'm just not ready to face it yet. I was only 20 at that time. I went to London. London was a, a big city, um, very strange, almost a foreign city, really, in the late 80s. And it was my first experience of seeing real poverty in the streets. My place of work was just off Trafalgar Square, and often I would find myself going into Westminster Cathedral after work for the 5.30 Mass. And I would often find myself in some of the side chapels, particularly the Chapel of St. Andrew, because that was like a little piece of Scotland right in the middle of London. And I would be sitting there thinking, Lord, what do you want me to do with my life? I was always praying. I always had the sense that God was calling me to something and that I wasn't quite ready, and I just needed the courage to be able to, to say yes to him. I joined a prayer group in London, and you would go to this prayer group every week, and they were called Prince of Peace. That was a great support to me. And eventually, I returned to Scotland, and I continued working with the British Council in their office in Edinburgh. In Edinburgh, I was looking after 120 international study fellows who were coming on scholarships. Many of them had problems. I was also very active in my local parish in Edinburgh. I would be helping the priest with training the altar service, reading at Mass. And RCIA was just beginning in the Catholic Church in about 1988, and I was involved at the very early stages, about the age of 22, with RCIA and being in an RCIA team. So gradually, more and more, people in the parish would keep saying, what year are you at now in seminary? And I would say, well, I'm, but I'm not a seminarian. They said, well, well we, we just saw you helping Father, and we just thought you were from the seminary here in Edinburgh. I said, no, no, not at all. And then I would go to the cathedral in Edinburgh with my parents, and we sang in the diocesan choir, and we'd go every year for the chrism mass. And one year I remember being there and thinking, having this strong sense that I should be up there with all those other priests around the altar. I told my father this. He said, just hold on to that thought. There would be other times I'd go to Mass and it would be as if the readings were speaking directly to me. There were so many very strong confirmations, signs that, that God was calling me to this. And it was coming from out of the mouths of people I knew and parishioners. 
I even remember once standing at my kitchen sink looking out over the park and two priests walking past and I'm saying (laughs) while I'm washing the dishes Lord will you stop doing this will you stop putting priests in front of me eventually one day I was in the office and there was a student a study fellow postgraduate who had all sorts of problems I can't remember what the problems were but that wasn't the matter I spent a lot of time with him listening to his difficulties over the time there I found I was I didn't mind listening to people's problems and I could be of some help I think I was with this chap for about an hour and showed him to the door and our receptionist who was what we would say an inactive Catholic said to me Andrew I couldn't do what you were doing I said you're so good with the students Uh, you know listening to all their problems I said well I'm just doing my job he said no no you're just like Andy on the radio Now, Andy was a priest who had an open line on a Saturday night where people used to phone in with all sorts of problems from all around the local area. And her next words were, have you ever thought of becoming a priest? I was absolutely terrified by what she said. I was shaking like a leaf. And I I looked at my watch and I thought, oh my goodness, is that the time? And I shot back upstairs to my desk. I was just trembling. Why did she say that? Because I had been thinking about it. And then not long after that, I was walking back to my flat and I eventually just found myself saying, okay, God, I'll do this. I'll do this. Just give me a break. (laughs) But of course, God doesn't give you a break. Once I'd said I would do it, things happened very quickly. I ended up in seminary. I remember Pope John Paul II's visit to Great Britain, particularly to, to Edinburgh in 1982. And in the preparation for that visit in the parish, I was only 14 at that time, the great slogan was saying yes to God. But my experience with my calling and my vocation was not so much saying yes to God, but giving in to God. Okay, God, I'll do this. God had been calling me for a long, long time, and he just needed to have me in that right place and that right time where I would have enough courage and enough trust in him to say, okay, God. So it's, it's, I would say that um, saying yes to God is one thing but there's also that giving in to God handing everything over to God and once, once you hand that over to Him he takes, he takes control and He leads you and it certainly has led me down a path over the years I'd never thought it would ever have taken all those years ago